Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Put Cancer Behind You podcast, a series dedicated to helping cancer patients and survivors lead healthy, happy, cancer-free lives. I'm your host, Maria Barnes. My guest for this episode is Therese Schroeder, a licensed massage therapist and Course in Miracles student who has extensive experience working with terminal patients, many of whom had cancer. Teresa, I know you find great joy in helping others, and I am so pleased that you're joining me today. I am so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. So, Therese, before we get into your work as a massage therapist, tell us a little bit about your background and your interests while growing up. Where are you from? What type of childhood did you have? I am the youngest of seven, big Catholic family. I've lived the same zip code my whole life just happened to be that way. Um, I say what I learned from my family was the pecking order. It wasn't so pleasant being the youngest. Each one ahead of me picked on somebody and I was the last. But learning resilience, I am, as we said, the Course in Miracles has opened me up to acceptance of everything is aligned as it should be and watching things unfold in the family have, have been great. Right. It is tough to be a, the youngest of seven. I'm uh, from a family of eight kids. So I, I'm the oldest girl. So I wasn't, I was one of the ones who, who let things roll downhill towards the others, but I do understand <laughs> the pecking order very well. So you have my sympathies on that, but I know it, you know, it's a learning experience, of course. Um, yes. So anyway, so you grew up and you grew up in, you're from the Midwest. Am I correct? Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yes. Okay. I'm- Oh, 30 minutes from Lake Michigan. Wonderful. All right. So when you graduated high school, what was your life like? Um, I know you married at some point. Tell us about that. I had a goal just to be a mother. I married an older man, Mike, I met at the post office, who was ready to settle down and have children, as was I. So that Because I was the youngest, I didn't have siblings, so I wanted my own. And I say I was a better mother, giving more what I wished I had had. Again, it's all good. So I was married to Mike, and he was a Vietnam vet. After my daughter and son, I had two children. They were out of the house. I found yoga. And then I found a girl needing a ride to massage school. And that's how at age 40, I found my way to massage school. I had health issues like an obstructed kidney that made me seek alternative methods. So that went together amazingly that I found a massage school that was two years of learning how to take care of myself. I happened to learn massage, and I graduated December. In January, my husband was diagnosed with multiple myeloma. So multiple myeloma is, it's an unusual cancer. It's its not something that most people come down with. It is cancer of the... The bones. It was in, in his bones. We were told in the x-ray that his bones looked like Swiss cheese. Oh, boy. 
That's awful. Yeah, it's cancer of the plasma cells or white blood cells that normally produce antibodies. So this is a cancer associated with Agent Orange, is it not? Yes. And when we were thrown into the cancer world, as I'm sure so many of our readers know, you you don't have time to look back and say, how did this happen? Right. Along the cancer journey, the miracles that happened were amazing. He did five rounds of chemo. He did well enough to harvest stem cells to go to Detroit and receive a stem cell transplant. Insurance made us go to a different place, which is where we found the veterans that informed us, you need to hightail it over to VA and make your claim as soon as he recovered. That's what we did. Right. So that is so interesting. So you basically had a very, what one would say, average, normal life going on. You were married, your kids grew up. And when they left the house, it seems like a lot of changes happened because not only did you go to massage school and and change your life, basically, but your husband got sick. And that happened right after you graduated massage school. Am I correct on that? Yes. And I say I was an information operator at the phone company. So I worked full time and went to massage school for two years. I didn't pay a lot of attention to the lack of energy that he was displaying. He was laying on the couch and really his main complaint, (laughs) he could not jog as well as he used to. So his activity He looked so healthy from the outside that we were completely shocked when his primary, after the third appointment, and they did blood work, and we were told his kidneys are shutting down, you need to be ASAP to the hospital. And the first week was on the kidney floor, and then the second week was on the oncology floor. So in that time of now learning how to keep him calm in the hospital, my massage school taught all of these amazing skills to bring comfort while I'm in the hospital. Isn't it ironic that your first real patient was your own husband as a massage therapist? I actually lovingly called it my graduate class, my PhD or whatever you would say, because the learning that I was able to apply was all put to good use. I use healing touch that could help him calm down. Polarity holds reduced fight and flight. And we talked about the oils, bergamot, which has Earl Grey, which is Earl Grey tea. Right. There's, I call the big guns is the frankincense, which is, I think, believe I could never prescribe oils. I'm very careful about that. (laughs) But these are what we found worked. And when he had a stem cell transplant, thieves oil kept all of the infections away. That's wonderful. So basically, you learned not just massage in massage school, you learned multiple things, uh, modalities that you have employed as a massage therapist, essential oils, and of course, all the different techniques of massage that you actually employed with 
with people, but it's just an amazing thing. So what exactly did massage school teach you in terms of practices that you used with your husband? The term disease is simply dis-ease, which when the body is not at ease, you are not functioning to the full potential of your chi. Which is energy. Which is your energy field, yes. You have 12 meridians of energy that run through your body. And what it does provides circulation and nourishes all the tissues. It links the whole body. It keeps the internal organs, the limbs, the muscles, the tendons, the bones, all intact when it's like electricity, energy. Right. The body is electric, right? Everything's electric. Yes. Everything is, yes. Yes. I was, went to what we have a Gilda's club here. Which is Gilda Radner. Yes. And she died of cancer, right? Uh, Oh, yes. And I, if there is a center near where you live, by all means to avail yourself. This is where I discovered Tai Chi. And my class was called Poetry in Motion versus Tai Chi can also be uh, very martial arts. I investigated it thinking it would help my husband, Mike. But what it did for me, reducing stress, was amazing. It improves your risk of falling. So, and it's very safe. It relieves pain, stress, and helps you sleep. So as a, as a massage therapist, what is your goal when you work, when you certainly worked with your husband or any patient? What is the primary goal there? My goal is to melt a person. I, I don't have that on my card. I'm not sure why. <laughs> but I have this ability to hone in on what a body needs. I, I am, as they say, intuitive. That's, that's how I know what to do in every session. Every session is unique to the individual needs as, as should be. <laughs> There's right. no cookie cutters there. When I begin a session and I start, and there are what are called polarity, which balances energy. And I call it a football hold that I can take my fingers and I'll have three fingers that are under your head where the vagus nerve, we're kind of thinking there's vagus nerve, but I've got my pointer fingers going down to your legs and I've got my thumb going up to the ceiling. And Maria, I can hold this for 15 minutes And we can call it a complete session because the relaxation goes through the entire body because the vagus nerve, which of course there's our scientific medical part, causes this relaxation that's amazing for especially nausea, especially digestive issues. And if you fall asleep, I simply quietly walk out of the room and and don't disturb you anymore. That's amazing, but that would be very helpful for people who are undergoing chemo and who have some nausea going on, or uh, there's it could help a lot of people. I say I'm not special, so I 
when I, I, I find pairs of friends and they ask how they can help their friend, I immediately show, show this hold. And the other one that's just as effective, the other polarity hold, can be done at ideally at the foot of a bed. Oh. I, as a person, say the most important in my job is to be comfortable and relaxed. So when I put, this is four fingers under the ankle. And again, it's only the weight of the person that brings that, you could call it acupressure. But simply holding ankles reduces fight flight. So many bodies are fight flight. And just to watch until we get this, ah, and again, if you fall asleep, our session is done. <laughs> and I'll come back, you know, so I have had, especially my, my, you know, I lost a dear friend to colon cancer and I would come to her house and I would say, I'm just going to let myself out when I'm done just to see somebody melt. So that really is a real de-stressor. And of course, stress plays such an important and critical role in the development of disease. I find that uh, if anyone asks me, why did you get sick? I'll, my answer is stress. And so to have something like this is a wonderful resource for, for anyone, but uh, particularly those who are, who are ill and particularly those with cancer. So since massage school, you've really been a massage therapist for over 20 years now. Your first, I'll say, primary client was your husband, but you've worked on many, many people. So your healing touch, explain healing touch because you mentioned it. I'm not quite sure what that is. And I know that's not the only thing you use. So what is a session with you like? I was a volunteer with our hospice here as my give back. You just feel called to, I know how to help. And a lot of the clients I saw when I went in as a massage therapist was usually this healing touch technique, which is in our joints, wherever there's, there's the gatherings, again, your chi is a little tied up. So the session often starts at the ankles, goes to the knee, goes to the hip, all of these areas where you can have congestion. I simply lay my hands on top over, over blankets, over clothes, and I hold until I feel a calm. There's like a little agitation. And then when it's calm, as I say, I go to the next station until we come up and abdomen, heart center. Finally, we get to the top of the head and you are melted. Now, there is a part that has a technique for the end of life when I was working hospice, which is imaginarily taking off the boots, the boots that are holding you here. If you're ready, we just kind of slide them off your feet. Now, this is, this is imagination, but I was very privileged to watch a few. As they're leaving, there's just this light that comes into the room. My own sister was lung cancer. She was the epitome of calm right to the end. And she looked up 
at the sky and said, oh, it's so beautiful. That's amazing. And that's the last thing she said. And that that was truly a gift. So that's the work that I gravitated to. I'm also been taking classes. I'm trained as a death doula, which sounds pretty scary, but it's only a lot of applying all the choices that are out there. You can have an unbiased opinion to what else is available to you. So that's, that's, that's kind of that work. I'm not really good on paperwork. So I, I just want to melt you. Now, when you're receiving chemo and you are still in the effects of your radiation or your chemo, by all means, seeking a massage therapist trained in oncology work, the lymphatic work they offer, that would be as light as a feather. You can almost use a feather on your own lymphatic system to encourage movement. I will tell you that I, um, when I was undergoing treatment for cancer, I did have lymphatic massage and it was very helpful. I was amazed at how light it is. And uh, I, I was unaware of the lymph system, believe it or not, before I got sick. I had no idea, but it was a lifesaver to know uh, how to actually move all that fluid through. I, I would start because as a breast cancer survivor, I would start with my hand I'd massage down to my elbow and then up to my shoulder. And then I'd move my shoulders back to get it down out of my arm and down my back so that everything that was pooling in that arm was gone. And I still do that to this day. I know how to do it. It, It's very simple to do. And these are the kinds of things that really make a difference to somebody who's, who's had cancer and who has side effects from that physical side effects, right? I mean, that's, you, you do help. Yes. And that's, I stress self-care because I can't be with you 24 seven between the Tai Chi. And I also do a Feldenkrais, which if you, you know, we can spell that out as Feldenkrais. It is the most soft, as you were just rolling your shoulders, the well-being that can be gotten from these very slow movements, your balance gets better, you can breathe better, your posture, this is one of the best ways to be able to help keep the balance that you have. And the most amazing Feldenkrais when we have classes If you're limited in mobility and you cannot move, if you imagine the movement, you're still getting the benefits. Mind over matter. Mind over matter, 100%. It's amazing. Yes, yes. So let's talk about self-care because you obviously are a pro when it comes to helping others melt. But if, if people, as, as you said, are in between sessions, what do you recommend a patient uh, or a cancer patient or survivor who is experiencing physical discomfort, what do you recommend they do to help alleviate their discomfort? <laughs> this is where Course in Miracles comes in big time. The, the first lesson of Course in Miracles is everything is neutral. 
when we completely, absolutely understand that every thought that I'm thinking, I have power over. So when you, even before your feet hit the floor and you're in bed, what are you telling those 50 trillion souls? What are you saying? We're going to have a great day today. Look, the sun came out or what program you run. It's, I think, 60, 90,000 thoughts we have a day. What can you interject that will, gratitude, of course, is the highest frequency ever. So that's the very first before you get out of bed to set the mood. And then I love the freedom that I have in the morning to choose how to feel. Walking is good exercise, moving your lymphatic, taking a bath, one of the best self-care things you can do. There's an amazing recipe with Epsom salts. And if you put peppermint, jojoba, and some frankincense oil in your bath, what a great way to start the day again. It's, it's like setting the mood. So it is important to, to consciously set your intention for the day. You're right. And I do that. And I'm glad that you are prescribing that as well, even as a massage therapist, because it's a body-mind connection. Yes. So everything you're doing mentally to prepare is going to help you physically. That is important. And thank you for noting that because I don't believe any doctor has ever told me that. But it is, it is important because what you think influences how you feel, for sure. Yes. On the days that you, you're, you're having treatment, aligning your thoughts with whatever vision works for you. If these are happy Pac-Men that are going to do their job, be friends with them. Right. You know, it's, it's, yes, your, your attitude of, yeah, this, this part might suck a little, but it's good for me. And if you focus on the benefits. Right. Envision it helping you rather than hurting you. Envision everything helping you is the key because then that's exactly what, how it rolls, right? It just, you, we all create our own reality and what are you doing? So thank you for mentioning that. A lot of people don't realize that. And certainly it's not something that when I was being treated, I actually consciously thought of, but it makes perfect sense. And of course, today I do start my day, even before I get out of bed thinking, I ha- I'm i going to have a wonderful day. I'm so excited. I start laughing as soon as I can. I bet I can and see you, you do know, that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, you know, I take joy and I find my joy is what I'm trying to say wherever I can find it. And that um, sets you up for a great day and a healthy one at that. So in terms of massage, moving your body, what do you recommend? Yes. And I will say, talk about things available for us. There is a free app called Insight Timer that will give you talking through something like Yoga Nidra, which can relax your entire body starting you go from the baby toe to the top of the head and every point in between, you've got somebody talking you through how to relax if you yourself can't bring yourself to it. There's these tools that, and that's all free. That is great. So yoga nidra, I've never done it myself, but 
that, you know, that is another, after you've gotten up and you've set your intentions, then physically go and, and set your muscles and your align your body with yoga nidra. I'm actually going to, I'm going to take you up on that. I'm going to start doing that because I have a sister who does it. She does it religiously and she has benefited tremendously from it. So I know it works. Yes. It's, um, it's, very good for you. And I believe the effects yeah. last last days after a session. You know, the a lot of I don't have the statistics that have been scientifically proven, but but those that need those, you can Google it. <laughs> so starting your day, visualizing, being actually being grateful to yourselves and sending gratitude throughout your entire body, visualizing the light filling your body, right? So that Definitely. everything, everything works at the highest level, and uh, yes. yoga nidra. Ha, yep, that's perfect. What else? I mean, what do you do in terms of massaging your your own physical body if if something is off? What do you do? I have so many apparatuses. I own my own massage chair. I own from Momentum ninety eight. You can buy a sauna that's portable, that comes into your house, which is a lot about detoxing. But just about every night, I go in my hot tub, which is in my backyard. So I'm connecting to nature. I could tell you one spring, one of the bears that would live in my neighborhood came and swam in my hot tub. But that's another story that even they need that. That's a Michigan story. (laughs) That's a Michigan story, which was quite a shock. But I still had a, I told it, oh, no, you are not taking away the joy of my hot tub. <laughs> this is my hot tub. So now I even facing the biggest fear of a bear was amazing. So when I went to Alaska a couple of years later, I knew I was strong enough to holler at a bear and say, no, thank you. So I say difficulties have only enhanced what I do. I love to go to the gym. I love the interaction with people. So I'm a staunch advocator in movement that makes you feel good. If it's not the track, then find the pool. I love pool aerobics. I say that to me is the most important keeping those cells happy as they're working with you stretching but they have to be happy you know um yeah in the flow the energy so that as you said those energy blocks don't solidify and cause problems that the energy everything is electric it just it's like a a circuit our body is a circuit or many it circuits is. right and we have to keep it going. And when it doesn't flow, when it gets hung up somehow, it's because of what the thoughts are doing, right? The thoughts are what hang you up. Right. That stagnation. Stagnation is not good. So keeping things to keep you happy. I will say that when my husband was so sick, I was blessed for two years. Every Thursday, I would escape and take care of my twin nephews. For that day, do you think I was thinking about what I was going to be doing when I was going home? (laughs) 
it was, and that to me was invigorating playing with babies. Yeah. You do have to find your joy, right? Whatever floats your boat. That's yes. part of the recipe for wellness. And I can't say enough. If you don't, if you're not happy doing it, what is that? That Newman thing, then stop it. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. And the other thing is when you work with your mind or when you put your mind away from the physical problems that you have, in other words, if I know that you had a lot of pain over the years yourself, and that's part of the reason why you became a massage therapist. But when you moved your mind away from that, that gives your body time to hit what they call the zero point, the the resting phase. And so it allows your body to to get back into alignment. And it's it's actually how I healed. And I was told that what I did when I was writing, so just so you know, when I was writing my book, my mind was not focused on cancer or not feeling well or whatever. I was focused on The Course in Miracles because my book is a primer on A Course in Miracles. And I was focused on love and forgiveness and happiness and gratitude. The I the time that I spent putting my mind in the, at that frequency left my body open. I wasn't being controlled by negative thoughts from my mind. And I was told that that I gave myself the time my body needed in order to heal because the body will heal itself naturally, but you have to get out of your way. <laughs> you have to get out of your own way. Right. And you are proof. I love that. I, when I've heard your story. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's what I did. And I didn't realize I was doing it, but that's what was told to me just recently. Yeah. It was very, it was eye opening because I don't think we realize how our thoughts impact our body, but they do every oh, which they way do. they do. Yes. And so the massage, the idea that you take the spirituality and mix it with the body massage is so wonderful because it's very, it's holistic. It's the holistic approach to healing. You can't treat just the mind, although that's very powerful. You have to, I mean, you can, but it's, it's better if you work in tandem with the body. So when you're working on a client, what do you, do you get messages um, about anything that you need to tell them besides the physical touch? Is there anything else that you, any other, you know, anything else that you do to help them in, the, in during the session? Yes. The massage school I went to was magical in the way they presented to us. There was a time we sat in meditation to meet our healing guide and my healing guide identified as an energy. I was told so much as don't even try to put a face on me, Therese. I'm here to work with you. And being the Catholic girl I was, I always knew I had garden angels. So I would like everybody to know you've got a whole team around. And if you listen to them, you do get messages. I sometimes feel a wisp go across my nose and I think they're just joking with me to say, you didn't hear me the first time. Let me tell you again. So yes, when I'm in session now and I've just recently kind of really dared to tell people the messages I'm getting because it's almost like a, a banner comes and floats across the table 
with a word, be it gratitude, um, acceptance, the verification that my clients will tell me that how I deliver, I, I can't get in the way of myself. I just simply say, this is the guides are telling me I have to say this plain and simple. That's wonderful. <laughs> I had a, a client tell me she, I, because there was a presence that, that wouldn't go away. And I finally thought, what do I say? I told her, I think there's like a Casper in the room. And she says, Therese, I swear my dad was next to my bed last night and he's been gone five years. And so we just moved on with the session. It's <laughs> so they, they're, they're not profound messages, but my guides instruct me, rub this part this long. I do reflexology, which your foot is a map of your body. Uh, somehow I know exactly what oil to press on where to help you. I know the, the physical map, like your big toe is your head. Everybody, I squeeze the big toe to help your brains. <laughs> I put an oil called clarity to help the brains. And, you know, the, the bottom there is a, the base of your big toe is your neck. Everybody so almost needs These are that. the meridians that, that connect different parts of the body. These, the reflexology is different than the, the reflexology. Actually, again, you can look up a map and the bottom of your foot as if you can do a whole massage. I do sometimes a foot massage for an hour. That's really very, very helpful for situations that I would come to back before COVID days, they would have almost like spa days where you could all be in a room and receive treatments together. <laughs> and, and a reflexology. My husband, I am now remarried to the most amazing, wonderful man that even as I said, it's, I'm just so blessed. And so when we watch a movie, usually Gaia, we don't watch a lot of commercial TV. We rub feet for the oh. movie. Yes. So That is great. Well, that is wonderful. And I'm so happy that your massage uh, pervades every aspect of your life, really. I mean, it's just a part of who you are. You're living it. Yes, yes. I, I, I truly say that had it not been, so I think we mentioned I was born with an obstruction on my kidney, which meant I was in pain. And I had a mother that simply always just, oh, lay down, you'll be fine, ignored. Because it wasn't a pain as my kidney would swell up. You know, it. I would go to bed and then it naturally would void enough that I would be okay. So when it finally came at age 40, when I found massage and when I found, a, I thought, I'm going to figure this out. So I went through emotional healing from having not heard my pain recognized, but also working with doctors that kept putting these god-awful stents for the healing that would have to occur, that it's very frustrating when you're in such pain and not being heard. And then when you throw in the five-year-old little girl that still is mad because mom didn't hear her pain, some of our healing gets messy, but I'm so grateful my pain is what made me seek alternative means of healing. Right. It was all those years of having 
pain from your kidney that led to massage that led it, to 100%, you. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's amazing that's how, how that works. I found it. I, yeah. that's, that's why that of course in miracles, <laughs> that judgment of, of how terrible that was. Well, it wasn't really, it was my perspective. It, it was, I could choose to see things differently, Maria. And, and I choose to see that as a gift that brought me to where I am now. That's a beautiful way of putting it. That is really valuable. And I just, you know, I, I love it. So, you know, we never know what anything is for really at the time. It, you just have to go on faith and allow it to be and it unfolds. But um, yes. when it comes to massage, what do you want cancer patients and survivors to know how they should approach massage and, and how it can help them? What What are your final thoughts on that? I say to quietly listen to what your body has to tell you, because I have heard the stories that sometimes the doctors don't promote seeking massage. That's a whole nother, I don't, not really a battle, but I think that, as I said, the reflexology can just, the benefits outweigh, but you do have to get the permission when you're in the midst of treatment, of course. But as I began with healing touch, never, ever, ever interferes with any kind of treatment. You know, that only is beneficial. And like you talked lymphatic, how can something so light, light as a feather, so I would tell people, be open to the experience that you feel. Don't always go on hearsay because human nature, the one that's not happy is much louder than the 100 that are happy. Or So looking for somebody, I can't stress enough, in Michigan, we have to be licensed. I know there are still some states where you can just put your shingle out and, and say you do massage. That's not to say there are members in your family that are more gifted at natural healing than a school could ever teach. So I would say if you can tune into your body and it has a way of telling you, this doesn't feel right. This is not for me. And you really, to me, honoring, and in the beginning, because of so many reasons why I didn't have the best growing up, I had turned off feeling my body. So just being able to hunker in, to have that conversation. How can I love you? What do you need? And I trusting the instincts. You know, you're probably listening to this podcast. Something led you here. That right there can be your guide. Right. Listening to what your body tells you and then seeking assistance from a massage, a licensed massage therapist. And if you have cancer, perhaps even a massage therapist with training in oncology, because some cancers do require that. There are 
I don't even know what to say about that. Just, just to do that. Yes. The contradictions that, that can happen. Like we say, I, I give oils credit for having helped the stem cell transplant to that level. Mike's numbers were phenomenal at how quickly his numbers came back. His white count came back because of my intention to bring it up five. I didn't know that wasn't possible when we did a session. So I could watch them scramble to redo their tests because, whoa, this can't happen. And it's because the limits that were placed. Right. 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 That's true. The body is capable of doing just about anything in terms of healing itself. And when you add the right essential oil or the right treatment, um, it just yes. is supportive. So absolutely. And the, the results can be phenomenal. But that's good advice, and it is, of course, always wise to make sure that the person is licensed. And uh, but the other advice is absolutely true too: is listen to your listen to what your body has to tell you. Don't ignore it. Don't ignore it just because you've been programmed to ignore pain. You have to listen because pain is an indicator that something is off. That's that's so important. Yes to have a conversation with the pain. Now, as I say, I am blessed to be married to a therapist. So he is spectacular in, if you would like to have a dialogue with your pain, you can find an amazing, just the right therapist for you. Like we say, the issues are in the tissues. What are the tissues asking for? And it, it might hurt for a moment to remember, but the benefits right. outweigh that because you need to move through your issues to heal. That's it. The issues, the mind problems are in the tissues. Mm-hmm. It, everything from your mind, all those negative beliefs manifest in your body. And that is the creation of disease. Dis-ease. Dis-ease. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And if anyone wants to contact you or learn more about anything concerning massage, what's the best way for them to do that? Well, I am part of a collective here in Grand Rapids. It is There is a website that is new to us because we have a young person that made a website for, it's called Eagle Park Wellness Collective. Again, to Google that, I can give you my email. It's pretty easy. It's turflick at gmail.com. So T-E-R-F like Frank, L-I-C-K at gmail.com. And I would be happy to answer questions for you. Again, offer you resources because that's they're out there for you. You just need to connect to them. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Therese. And I'm going to take you up on some of your advice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'll see you on the next no- Yoga Nidra together, right? <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for listening to Put Cancer Behind You with Maria Barnes. 
so you won't miss a single episode. We hope you'll follow our program on Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite pod platforms. And be sure to visit us at mariabarnes.net, on Facebook at Put Cancer Behind You, on Twitter at PCBY01, or on Instagram at mariabarnespcby. Also, you can help us grow our audience by leaving a thoughtful review. Remember, if you or someone you know is in need of cancer coaching, Maria is here to help. We'll see you next time. Copyright 2022, Maria Barnes, LLC, all rights reserved.